summary of the Sikha. In this week's Pasha, we read about the Korban Pesach, the very original Korban Pesach, which says on the on the 14th of Nisan, the Yidn should shech the Korban Pesach, and then they should eat it that night, roast over the fire, together with matzah and marur, and so on. So the Rambam, in Sefer HaMitzvahs, he considers the mitzvah of Korban Pesach to be two separate, distinct mitzvahs. One is to shech the Korban Pesach on the 14th, of Nisan, and the other one is to eat it on that night. Two separate mitzvahs. The shechting is one mitzvah. The eating is a separate mitzvah. So the question is asked. The Rambam himself made a rule about how to. When do you count a mitzvah as one? When do two mitzvahs become two separate mitzvahs, or when are they really part of the, the same mitzvah? And he says that if there are two components of a mitzvah which are without either one of them, the mitzvah hasn't been fulfilled, that means that they're really one mitzvah, they're one and the same mitzvah which has two components because you can't fulfill this mitzvah without both of those components based on this rule the carbon Pesach should really be one mitzvah because there's a halacha that if the people got together to join in one carbon Pesach and at that time, that at the, that that many people, there was enough meat for everyone to get a kezayis. But then more people joined, and now there isn't enough for these later people to have a kezayis of the carbon pesach. So the halacha is that the people for whom there was enough when they joined, they fulfilled the mitzvah of carbon pesach, and they don't have to bring another carbon pesach on pesach sheni. But the ones that didn't have enough, there wasn't enough meat for them when they joined, so they have to bring a Korban Pesach on Pesach Sheni because they weren't part of the Korban Pesach. So we see that because they didn't get to eat from the Korban Pesach, they didn't fulfill the mitzvah of the Korban Pesach. So we see that the eating of the Korban Pesach and the bringing of the Korban Pesach is really two components of the same mitzvah. So then why does the Ramam consider them to be two separate mitzvahs? There's other, also another rule that the 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 Pesach, Korban Pesach it is there for the purpose of eating it that's why it's brought in order to be able to eat it and therefore if it's brought betumah, if the whole community is Tameh which the Allah is that you do bring the Korban Pesach the question becomes should you also eat it though because they're Tameh should they also eat it and the answer is yes because the whole purpose of the Korban Pesach is to eat it so we see that eating is very much a part of the Korban Pesach without that there is no carbon Pesach, and therefore, why should it be considered two separate mitzvahs? So the Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, explains that the reason it's two separate mitzvahs is, first of all, since the, there are two separate times in which these two mitzvahs have to be done. The shechita, the bringing of the carbon, has to be dafka on the 14th of Nisan, on Erev Pesach. The eating of the carbon Pesach has to be dafka on the night of the 20, on the 15th, on Tezvav Nisan, on Pesach night. So therefore, it's two separate times, two separate mitzvahs. Another thing he says is that if you don't become part of a carbon Pesach, of bringing the carbon Pesach, a person would be high of chorus, very serious violation. But if, the, if he was part of the carbon Pesach, but he didn't end up eating it, he refused to eat it, so then it's only the violation of an esse, of a positive mitzvah, and not at all a chi of chorus, so we see that there are two different types of penalties for these two um, aspects of the Karim Pesach, and therefore they're two separate mitzvahs. 
And he says also that if somebody brought the, it was part of the carbon Pesach when it was shechted, and he didn't end up eating it, he has still fulfilled the mitzvah of carbon Pesach, and he doesn't have to eat, bring another carbon Pesach later. What we said before, that if there wasn't enough meat in the carbon Pesach for him to eat, that means that when it was brought, they already, it was already clear, or it ended up that there wasn't enough meat for him, and therefore the shechita of the carbon Pesach can't include him, because he can't be part of it in order to eat it. But if there was enough meat for him, and he just didn't end up eating it, he has already fulfilled the mitzvah of carbon Pesach. But it still needs further clarification because what the Rabbi Avram is, the son of the Rambam is saying is only that if you didn't end up eating the Karm Pesach, you still fulfill the mitzvah. But if you had no possibility of eating the Karm Pesach, like in the case where there isn't enough meat, you didn't fulfill the Karm Pesach. So we see that the eating is very much a part of it, and it's actually called that way, that it only came, the Karm Pesach is only there for the purpose of eating it. So it still leaves the question. So to explain this, let's first ask another question in regards to the carbon Pesach and how it's different from the carbon Chatos, let's say. By carbon Chatos, the Pesach says, Tishochatachatos, there's the mitzvah of bringing the carbon Chatos, and then it says that the Koyin that prepares the Chatos, he is the one that should eat it. So there is a distinct Pesach which talks about eating the carbon Chatos. But yet, the Rambam doesn't consider the eating of the carbon Chatos to be a separate mitzvah from the bringing of the carbon Chatos. He does say that there is a general mitzvah for eating all kachim, all karbonus. There is one mitzvah which includes all the eating of all the different types of karbonus, and it's all considered one mitzvah. But when it comes to carbon Pesach, he considers it to be a mitzvah in specifically on the eating of the carbon Pesach as a separate mitzvah. And he doesn't include the carbon Pesach in there's the mitzvah to eat the carbon chattas as well as uh, all the other mitzvahs, carbon asham and the shlamim and so on. And so carbon uh, Pesach is also part of that. No, he makes it a separate, distinct mitzvah. Why is that? So the answer to this can be seen from the Rambam's wording itself. He says, he commanded us to eat the meat of the carbon Pesach on the night of the 15th of Nisan in the conditions that the Torah spells out, which is that it should be roast, it should be only eaten in a group, you're not allowed to take it out of the group, that it should be eaten together with matzah and murr. So from the fact that the Torah makes, gives so many conditions about the eating of the carbon Pesach, not like the Torah says by the carbon Chatos, just states it should be eaten, period. We see that the Torah puts a lot of emphasis on it with a lot of details, so therefore it's considered to be a distinct mitzvah. Or to put it into the words of the Rabbi Avram, the son of the Rambam, that because it has the Torah states that the eating of the carbon Pesach has to be on the 15th, not on the 14th like the bringing of the carbon Pesach and gives all these conditions in the way that it has to be eaten that is the indication that the Torah makes a specific mitzvah keeps, considers it to be a separate mitzvah from the bringing of the carbon itself we also find that when it comes to the carbon Pesach Sheni, the, Kar- the Pesach Sheni, the Rambam also considers the eating and the bringing of the carbon as two separate mitzvahs. Which can be understood because there too, the bringing of the carbon is on one day and the uh, eating of the carbon is on another day. It has also the conditions, so we can understand why it's distinct from the bringing of the carbon. But that what does need to be understood is 
How is the eating of the carbon Pesach Sheni different than the eating of the Pesach Rishon? They seem to be the same thing. In what sense? The eating of the carbon Pesach is you brought a carbon Pesach this afternoon, that night you have to eat it. So what's the difference if it happened in Nisan or in Iyar? The same thing is happening. There is a mitzvah to eat your carbon Pesach the night after you brought it. It's more understandable why he considers the Shechita of the carbon Pesach Sheni to be separate from the Shechita of the Pesach Rishon. It's a different time, it's a different uh, sort of celebration, and therefore it's a separate mitzvah. But the eating of it seems to be merely a condition of what happened with the, the bringing of the carbon Pesach. So you have to eat it that night under the same conditions as the first one. So why is it distinct from the eating of the first carbon Pesach? So the explanation for that is that even though the eating of the carbon Pesach comes at a time, the night of, after you brought the carbon Pesach, there's a very big difference between the Pesach Rishon and the Pesach Sheni. By the Pesach Rishon, the, the day Erev Pesach, Yudalad Benissan, is not, is not a distinct day. It's not a special day in any way. It's just that this is the time when you have to bring the carbon Pesach. Why? Because that night, which is the night of Pesach, the night that the Hashem took the Yidnar Mitzrayim, and you have to eat your carbon Pesach as a part of the Seder, together with the Matzahs and the Mar. So therefore, that afternoon, you have to bring that carbon. But what's special about the time is really the night of Tezvav, the night of Pesach. Whereas by the Pesach Sheni, it's the opposite. There's nothing special about the time that you have to eat the carbon Pesach Sheni, the night of Tezvav Iyer is nothing distinct and special. It's not a Yom Tev. All it is is that since that afternoon you brought the carbon, so that night you have to eat it. And therefore, because the eating of the carbon Pesach Rishin is so, is so loaded with meaning by the fact that it's eaten on Yom Tev, therefore it can't be the same mitzvah as eating the carbon Pesach Sheni which is unrelated to any to the time that is being eaten. It's a completely different type of a thing. The mitzvah of eating the carbon Pesach Rishon is a celebration of Yom Tov, celebration the miracles and so on. Whereas the second carbon Pesach is a, the Pesach Sheni is a very different type of a mitzvah, and that's why they're not the same mitzvah. They're very distinct and different mitzvahs. This can explain also why we find another difference in, in regards to the Pesach Rishon and the Pesach Sheni. In regards to saying halal, so when you bring the carbon Pesach, you have to say halal both when you do it on Pesach Rishon and also when you do it on Pesach Sheni. But when you eat the carbon Pesach, so on Pesach Rishon you say halal by the Seder is a part of the eating of a part of the eating of the carbon Pesach is that you say halal. But when by Pesach Sheni you don't say halal when you eat the carbon Pesach. And the Gemara explains the difference. That there's a pasuk that says, there's a pasuk that says, "Ashir yielachem chag." That the song, meaning Hallel, should be for, to you like the night in which the 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 Yom Tev is sanctified. In other words, that the pasuk relates saying the song of Hallel with a sanctified day of Yom Tev. But the night of Pesach Sheni is not a sanctified day of Yom Tev. Therefore, you don't say Hallel at that time. But in regards to the when you shech the carbon Pesach, so the Gemara says as a second answer, 
are the Yidin going to shech the carbon and not going to say halal? They're going to shech the carbon Pesach and not say halal? How could that be? Of course they're going to say halal. So that answer needs to be understood. Because you could say the same thing. Are they going to eat the carbon Pesach and not say halal? You could have expressed, said the same question and therefore conclude that you should say halal by the eating of the carbon Pesach. So the answer is, the Gemara is not merely saying that a night that is not a Yom Tov, you don't have to say halal. What he's really saying is that when the reason that you say halal when you eat the carbon Pesach the first time, the first carbon Pesach, is because it's a Yom Tov. It's the Yom Tov which brings out the halal in the eating of the carbon Pesach. In other words, because the eating of the carbon Pesach is connected to the celebration of the Yom Tov when the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim, therefore that comes together with a halal. That comes together with a halal. But on Pesach Sheni, since there is no celebration, we're not celebrating anything on Pesach Sheni. We're just eating the carbon Pesach, therefore it doesn't come together with a halal. So then the Gemara comes along and says, so if so, why do we say the carbon, why do we say halal both by the shechting of the carbon rishon and the carbon sheni as well, the pace of sheni as well? To this the Gemara answers that it's not about the time, it's no longer about a celebration, it's about the shechting of the carbon. When you shech the carbon, are you not going to say halal? In other words, that it's not related to the time of celebration. The shechting of the carbon itself requires halal unrelated to which time to when it's brought in other words that in regards to the shechting of the carbon it's unrelated to the time in which it's done it's just that this mitzvah itself requires halal the Rebbe then goes on to explain it from the Hasidic perspective that what's so significant about the carbon Pesach that every detail has to be done in a very specific way it has to be eaten in a very specific way the reason is because the birth of the Jewish people happened of the Jewish people as a nation happened through the on Pesach and the carbon Pesach was there as a preparation for that that was the transition when the Yidin went from slaves to Parai slaves to the world to slaves of Hashem to become a, to transition into a slave of Hashem that's very significant and every detail there is very essential it's very fundamental and that's why every part of it is considered to be essential and, and critical which explains why it's only in regards to this carbon that we have that the people came along and they said those people that were Tomei were not able to bring the carbon why should we be left out why is it only by that carbon that this came up there are many carbonists that a person can't bring because he's Tomei and he misses the opportunity and he has to go on. Why here is it, were they given a Pesach Sheni and so on? And the answer is, when it's a regular carbon, so if you miss it, you miss a detail, one part of your service of Hashem. But if you miss the carbon Pesach, you're missing the whole transition into becoming a servant to Hashem. That's the fundamental of being a Yid. How could we miss that? You can't miss that. So therefore Hashem said, you're right, you get another opportunity for that. So the carbon Pesach has two components to it, two elements, the shechting of the carbon Pesach. That means throwing off the, uh, getting out from under the Avedazara of Mitzrayim. They shechted the lamb, which was the Avedazara of Mitzrayim. That was the first step. We have to get out from under the Egyptian dominance and the way they do things. That's one co- component of it. Then, and we have to become Avdei Hashem. 
The second component is that you have to eat it, which means you have to ingest it. These things have to become not just peripheral to you. They have to permeate every part of you, every thought that you have, every uh, feeling that you have, every act that you do. You have to ingest it and it has to become who you are as a person. That's why the eating is so important and essential and is considered to be a separate mitzvah. And because these components are so essential to who you are as a Jew, that's why you need the opportunity, if someone misses it, needs to be given a second opportunity to be able to make it up.